Galaxy Couch Podcast, the podcast we are currently discussing Lost. Lost. I'm Brand. I'm Danielle. And we're here today to talk to you about episode 21 of 2, or of season 2. Season 2, episode 21. Uh, question mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I interpret that question mark. It's the Tim Allen. Uh-huh. Aren't we not supposed to like Tim Allen? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's ratted out the... The people he used to do coke with, they were his like dealers or whatever. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. But now he's Buzz Lightyear. But now Chris Evans is Buzz Lightyear. So excuse me. You didn't know about that? They're making a Buzz Lightyear movie with uh, Chris Evans. It's like a story of like the real astronaut. What? The the based on the toy kind of thing. Is it a cartoon or? Yeah, it's it's like a Pixar spinoff. So it's called Lightyear. That'll be interesting. Chris Evans is Lightyear. Um, but enough about Tim Allen. Uh, we're here <laughs> talking today about uh, Lost, and uh, this is an Echo episode. I haven't yeah, had one of those in a minute. Boy. Um, so the episode begins. Uh, Echo is working on his church. He's Just got the, the chop chop. He's getting the, the foundation pretty put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anna comes by and is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm building a church." Um, and she asks, "Like, why?" He says he was called to, or he was told to. And she says, "What?" By who? He's like, I was told in a dream. Mm-hmm. And then she says, like this one. And then you, we, he cuts, looks back at her, and she's got blood from her mouth, and she's bleeding from the stomach, bloody and she's tongue. got bloody hands. Mm-hmm. And then she says that you need to find Locke, and then you need to help John. Uh, he turns around, and his brother Yemi is there. Yes. Um, and then we get these flashes of like Dharma, his brother, his past, Yemi. Uh, yeah, lots of just like. And then Yemi like appears in like person, and uh, Echo like approaches him. and He's like, "Please, please give me for forgive me." He's like, um, "I'm not here to do that. I'm here to tell you that you need to What's find. What's done John. is already done. What's done is already done. You need to find John Locke." And then isn't <laughs> um, isn't they show, they show like Yemi at the computer? Um, that's later. I have a brother at computer. Okay, maybe, maybe the work being done in this place is important and it is in danger. Yes, um, so that's that's why he was saying like this place here is what's important right now. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you need to understand that. You need to find Locke. You need to ask him about the question mark. Yeah, Locke. Or yeah, you need to take Locke. John, have you take you to the question mark? He's like, he won't want to, but you'll have to make him. And for given all of this information, Echo's just kind of like, okay, can do. Yeah, um, because then he wakes up in kind of a panic. Yeah, he does wake up. In oh. Panic. Um, There's questions everywhere first. Um, he says, you have must make a lock, give you the question mark. And the, like, countdown tile is just a bunch of red question marks. And then he looks at the computer because the beeping started, and all of the keys on the keyboard are just question marks. Mm-hmm. So, it seems that they need to take down the Riddler together. <laughs> um, so then Echo wakes up, and he startles Charlie, who is also asleep. He's like, you, you okay? He's like, I just, it was a dream. Like, kind of seems happy. He's like, it was a dream. I have a purpose. Yeah, like, I, had, I just got a sign. Um, so then we cut over to Jack and Kate and Locke and Sawyer. Going for the hatch, kind of fighting. Yeah. The fault it is that Amelia got the gun. Completely unaware of what they're about to walk into. They see, oh, M- Michael emerges from, like, the, the entrance to the hatch. Yeah, they're like, arguing, and then Michael stumbles out. He's wounded, and they're like, oh, my God, help him. Um, so then. Wait, I forgot about the question mark. Yemi says, and Echo, bring the axe. Luna's done eating, so we are back. <laughs> um, so where were we? Uh, uh, the group is walking back to the... Bring the axe. Yes, bring the, bring the axe. Um, Yemi in the dream tells, he says, oh, and Echo. 
from the X. So yeah, and then like we mentioned, we cut back to the group. They're walking the back to the hatch. Uh, Michael bursts out of the hatch and uh, falls to the ground and says like, "Oh, he's gone." The guy, the, he was like, kind of like, he's very. He's gone. He's like, yeah, he's very like selling it. Um, and then Echo offers to help him up. And at first I was like, oh, is, is this episode going to be about how, like, Echo is calling Michael's bullshit? But yeah, he's very much like, they're like, help him out. And then Echo steps out of nowhere. He's like, I got it. He's like, where did you come from? Exactly. He's like, I have joined this story. I am relevant again. Um, so then, um, I think this is when we get lost. Yeah. Um, and like, then... he shot me, he shot them, and he got away. And then we stumble back into the hatch after the title mm-hmm. screen. And they assess uh, Anna, they assess Libby. Both look pretty dead. Yeah, both look pretty dead. Michael kind of explains what happened as they, like, prop him up. Shot. John looks over to the armory and sees that it's empty, and he's trying to, like, piece together, like, how could this have happened? Jack's doing kind of like a, what the fuck? He asked Michael on how long ago he left. And like, I don't know. Is it 20, 20, 20 minutes? 30 minutes? And then... Jesus. <laughs> And then suddenly Libby spurts... So, yeah, Sawyer's over Libby trying to, like, get a pulse. And Libby spurts out blood and starts, like, Straight gasping. He's like, we got a live one. We got a live one. And then Jack and Kate rush over to, like, put her up, like, on that operating table they've made Michael up. Michael looks like, fuck. Yeah, oh, I like I like that. The fact that, like, we get to see that perspective of him, like, oh, yay, she's... <laughs> Libby's still here. And, like, I pointed out the last episode, how she got shot in the blanket. I'm guessing that slowed the... Took some of the impact. Yeah. Um, it also just slowed her death. But yeah, it's it's still a bullet. A bullet is a bullet. Um, and then we cut They've to... They've moved Anna into the armory. Mm-hmm. As like a makeshift like morgue and Echo like blesses her, her body. Yeah, her a little funeral. Like covers her eyes and does the whole like the crossing of the arms. Lord, please protect this soul or whatever. And then... Is he a priest? I believe. And then he makes, uh, like, eye contact with Locke. Like, he looks up and Locke is, like, looking at him. And like, he kind of, like, nods at him. Locke, like, kind of nods back at him. This, like, unspoken understanding of sorts. Of what? I don't know. What did they understand? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she did. Yep, she But did. then Jack is, like, saying, we need to get him back. He's already hurt one of us. Yeah, so we're going after them. Um, yeah, he, he hurt two of us. He killed one of us. We have to get him, and he's, like, gonna go, and so he's like, and who's gonna take care of Libby with you gone? Exactly, while you're off playing Daniel Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Too soon. And, oh, yeah, Boone. Well, he was thinking of, like, the, the frontierman. Still too soon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he... Jack explains, before before Jack decides to run away, he says, explains how Libby's in shock. We need to keep pressure on it. And he's like, but what are we doing? He's like, keep pressure! And that's when he's like, I'm gonna go get him. So he's like, no, you're not. And then Echo's like, I'll do it. So and John then, will come with me. Yep, he, he volunteers John. Everyone looks at John's crutches like, okay. Jack's like, neat, okay. Um, I guess you guys are going. He's like, I need him, you need to him to track, obviously, so... Yeah, that's what he says. He says, John, you have tracking experience, don't you? He's like, alright, I guess my crutches will be fine. I'm just done before. Which I think Locke's kind of like, I want to get out of this hatch anyway, so... She's testing the waters. Um, and the tip-tap. This yep. is when... So then John and Echo are... Trekking through the woods. Right into a flashback. Into the thick of it. Um, Echo is in a confessional with a man. Uh, the man starts to confess to some stuff, and Echo is... And he cheated on his wife. He's yeah. Like, was this one time? He's like, does it matter? So when the guy's like, I also helped a fake priest get falsified documents. And Echo's like, hmm. 
Like Closes this. the little window. Yeah. And then, or no, doesn't he like open the window? And he hands like a passport through. No, they he? do that in the Oh, they, they do that. Okay. Yeah. He closes it and he's like, that's, I think that's a signal for them to meet. So they he closes it and it shows them in like the little corridor. And I noticed that the passport says, even though he's saying America, the passport says Australia. He's going to America. Oh, okay. He's in Australia. Oh, okay. So I thought this, this was still taking place in Nigeria. The guy Claire talked to. That's true. Um, so, okay, I guess he's doing like mission work in Australia mm-hmm. and then he's trying to get a U.S. passport. Yes. Okay, that makes more sense. No, a passport in order to travel to the U.S. An Australian passport that will get him to the United States. Yes. That makes more sense. Okay, so then they're interrupted by, like, the cardinal that comes over. Monsignor. Um, we have you, Silva. What? <laughs> I caught the thief red-handed. Oh. Had the gall to say you gave it to him. That is right. That's my friend. You left so early. Is that the Who Am I song? Sure, it's the second part, yep. Yeah. The two, four, sure, six, something so. slipped your mind. Forgot I gave you thoughts of what you leave us behind. And they say, let him go. Look on your done your job. Now God's blessing go with you. And it's like dun dun hit camera. Anyway. <laughs> After your little lost capade. Lame escapade. Lame escapade. Um <laughs> so Sorry. um yeah, the, the cardinal appears and he's like, uh you're gonna have to come with me. It appears there's been a miracle. Yeah, he's talking about um this guy is helping me get plan my trip to the US. I'm like, you gonna have to wait for that. Your travel plans are gonna have to be delayed, buddy. I'm like, but why? Miracle. Yeah, so then he starts to explain that there was a girl. No, there's a woman. A woman. To come talk to him. And they meet her in, like, the main church. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how her daughter drowned. Yes. And then they said that uh, she was pronounced dead by the coroner. And then on the table, she... She didn't give that much detail. Or it's just, just a miracle happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she was drowned, she was dead, and she came back. Yeah. Um, so then Echo's kind of like, mm, I don't know about Sus. this. And then she wants uh, this information to go straight to the to Vatican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, well, I mean, before we can do that, we gotta investigate. Yeah, it. we gotta investigate. And this, this sounds like the Warrens, like, oh, we gotta run this through the church. Uh, it has to be verified before we can announce it. The Nancy Drews of the church. The Nancy Drews of the church. So he says, my friend Echo here will come and like ask some questions, and she's like, okay, cool, please. And Echo's like. I can't do what you're asking me to do. He's like, why not? Because I don't believe it. That's exactly. Or he says, why do you think I asked you? Yeah. He's like, you exactly the skeptic I need for this kind of case. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, was was he hoping that Echo would go there and be like, yeah, it was a bunch of malarkey? Or do you think that he believed? I want to see if it was the Mordred. No, I think that it's just, he thought it would help a healthy bit of skepticism would help. Like, he wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, it's totally true. Go and be like, yep, yep, yep. So, so his he, he would have to be a convinced bias. that it happened. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so then that's the end of that. It's just like, all right, you're gonna go investigate mm-hmm. this. Sound hunky dory? Echo's like, I, I guess. So they go back to the jungle. Um, and the Echo is leading Locke. Uh, Locke is like trudging behind him. And he asks him if he like Locke asks Echo's like, do you even know where you're going? Because I haven't seen like what. What are you following? I have not seen one bit of evidence. To like track, so what path are you following? Mm-hmm. He's like, we're following some. He says something, or like we're going to the question mark, and then he's like, oh, John says like, will you keep following your dream, like your made up path? I'm going back. And he's like, no, I need you to come with me. Yeah, but he says you need to take me to the question mark. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then that's when he steps on the statue and looks down, 
and sees that it's one of those Virgin Mary statues. Is that here? No. Okay. Um, this is when he knocks John out. Oh, you're right. So uh, John's going to leave him. So mm-hmm. then Echo... Oh, Echo grabs him by like the, the shoulders. He's like, no, you need to listen to me. You need to come with me. And John's like, let go of me. And, and he goes like, I'm sorry. Head bump. Boom. <laughs> um, and then Locke wakes up and... Uh, he says, you hit me. Why did you hit me? Echo says, because you were being difficult. He says that Anna wants me to help you. Yes. Um, Find the question mark. Yes. And then so Locke is like, I don't know. He's playing this game of like, I don't know what you're talking about. And well, that's before he gets knocked out. But after, so after he gets after knocked out, like, he okay, kind of... Okay, Echo knows he means business. Yeah, he's like, is, is this is what you're looking like, for? But fine, here's your question mark. It's nonsense. So then... And Echo's like, wait, but this is your hatch. This is my hatch. We will go to the middle point. And then, yeah, he uh, Echo starts guiding the way, um, and then he's like, how do you know all this stuff? And he says, she said this in my dream. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, that's, that's a dream. And then he says, um... Yeah, John's being very doubtful of it. And then he says, tell me, John, haven't you ever followed a dream? Oof. Another cross-stitch. Yeah, tell me, John, haven't you followed a dream? Um, so then that leads us into... Locke's like, okay, listen. A flashback. <laughs> scared for sabotage. You need to stop it, little lady. Your bear is right behind you. Um, so Echo is going to meet the coroner who did... Coroner? Coroner. The, the undertaker. The undertaker. He's licensed to be a coroner, but he's not. Okay, so... That, that That's what he says, I have a medical degree. I thought the two things were synonymous, Undertaker and... I do, but then he clarified that. I just think of the Undertaker, like the wrestler. <laughs> like the, the the black face makeup he and everything. He said he was the Undertaker. Um, he says, but I have the medical training to be a, a coroner, I'm just not. So he's saying, like, I, I'm, I know my shit. Mm-hmm. And this is weird, and I don't know how to explain this. Yes. So um, then... Um, he plays a tape for okay. him. Oh. First he says that the girl was in the water for two hours. Yes. I've seen the water for two hours. No one tried to like, get her out. Well, she st- I had so many questions, but he said that she was in the water. He made a point to say that she was in there for two hours. So, like, she was beyond drowned. <laughs> Maybe that it was, it was, it took two hours to find her or something like that. Okay. And by then they assumed, like, okay, there's been water in her lungs. She's been dead. Like, there's no brain so Yeah, then anymore. he, then Echo asks, um, what? so when did you find out she was not dead? He's like, when she was on the fucking table. <laughs> During the autopsy. So then this is when he plays the tape for her, and it's like a... It's chilling. Like a... What do you call it? Him just, like, taking his notes. Yeah, he's, like... Notating. His, yeah, notating, like, okay, we're about to make our first incision, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as he's about to do that, you just hear screeching and screaming. Well, the assumption is that he did start the incision. Oh. Oh, okay. I didn't even get that read. So you're saying... They were screams of pain. As in, like, she was awake... Maybe not conscious, but awake, and then being stabbed woke her to up. To do and, that, like oh, 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 that's traumatizing. Right up, like the the sternum. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty sure, like for coroners and those people, you need to have like not be afraid to use the pressure. You have to just slice because they're dead. Yeah, you're not gonna hurt them. But it's still like a lot. So then he just went in, probably like, mm-hmm. and she woke up. So, so then, then he tells Echo to take it. He never wants to hear that again. Yes. Um... So then... And he figured that he'd want to hear it himself, but now it's his. Mm-hmm. So he's like, please, just take it from me. I don't... I, take it I've listened, I've listened to it already, and I don't want to listen to that again. It's kind of fucked up. 
And to be like a, an undertaker and have to like do something like this, that would probably... Well, I think you're just used to dead people, not dead people being alive again. Well, that's going to add that little bit of like fear in the back of your mind. Every like, single time you go to yep. do it now. I don't know. If, if I try to slice open this cadaver, like, are they going to start... by doing just like a little slit. Like, yeah, you just, up, <laughs> A you toothpick, up. he just pokes them really sharply. He's like, okay, they're dead. They are dead. <laughs> um, so we cut back to... That was his last day on the job. Oh, we, we cut back to the island, or to Echo and Locke. Yes. And Echo is like looking at Locke's notes he and says, trying this to. This squiggly line is this a ri- or this these waves? Is that a river? No, it's a wavy line. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like it's not an exact map. That's when um, he says your map isn't exact. Echo's no kidding. <laughs> um, and then he asks Fancy. him what the axe is for. I don't know yet. Yeah, I, li- I like that answer. He's like, I know I'm gonna need it, but I don't know yet. Locke's chest. It's like Dora's backpack. Special tool. It's gonna come in use eventually, but you don't know what for yet. (laughs) Or the Mickey Mouse clubhouse. The it's a special tool used for later. That's a special tool that we'll save for later. So this (laughs) this is when Echo steps on the statue. Yes. And I think when they're walking, he talks to him about how like, um, it wasn't a coincidence that or no, that's later. Never Mm -hmm. mind, that's later. Um, I was gonna let you figure that out. I, I did it myself. Good job. Um, so then they are at the overturned plane, and Echo asks him if this plane is familiar. He's like, yeah, and then explains, like... He says, like, aren't you the one that found this plane? Yeah, he's like, it was up there, and points, like, up to, like, the empty spot in the trees. <laughs> How to get down here. Boone. Like, yeah, Boone was trying to send out a, a signal with the, the radio, and then the plane came loose, plane went down. And Echo's kind of already moving forward to, like, look at, up where the plane was from. And then Locke mutters to himself, Boone was the sacrifice the island demanded. And Locke's like... Oh, good er, catch. I missed that. Really? Yeah. Boone was the sacrifice the island demanded. Boone was the sacrifice the island demanded. And then Echo's kind of like, what? And John's like, nothing. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm just... I I was just looking around. Just monologuing. Um, So then... He asks what we do now. Echo says we make camp and then wait for their instruction. Yes. Um, John's like, Okay. So we cut back to Jack and Kate working on Libby, and uh, Jack is, like, washing his hands, like, post-surgery. Surgery. Quote-unquote. Um, and he says that Libby is still unconscious. Um, he doesn't have the tools he needs. Yeah, she's just slowly dying. She's in pain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he says that it would be nice, or it would be easier if he had everything that he needed available. And so it's like, I don't know what to tell you, Doc, I gave you all the meds two days ago. Like the other stuff. The heroin. Damn it. Um, so yeah, he tells Sawyer to go get the heroin because it's necessary. Just to put her in comfort, like to ease her way out of life. So then Sawyer and Kate leave. Sawyer says, mm, it's not that casual. To add Kate. Sawyer says, okay, give me 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Jack says, Kate's going with you. And he's like, Sawyer says, what, well, I need to be supervised now? And Jack says, that's just how it is. Kate's like, I don't want to be part of this. He wants to have control. No. Kate asks why he's doing that. Sawyer says, because then you'll, I'll lead you right to my gun stash. I can't just sneak away and get it. He knows that I, because then I have to choose between, what does he say, Jackie says. So basically, I have to choose between either keeping my gun secret or letting Libby suffer. Is that the gist of it, Doc? Like, yeah, that's it. Hmm. So, He's like, come on, Brackles. So he puts the ball in Sawyer's court to be like, hey, I mean, Libby's the one who's dying. We could ease her suffering, but oh, that's on you. Secret. So that's what he tells Kate to come with. Um, and then it made me think, so 
the the heroin that got moved out, right? Mm-hmm. When they turned it into a makeshift jail, the guns were already gone. The, well, the guns were already gone, but the heroin, the, with, all the statues went that with the guns. Went with Remember, the guns. Remember, because Sawyer gave one to Charlie. You're right. It's like a, a, a present. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I didn't do it for this. So so yeah, you're right. Um, this, anyway. this this is when um, oh and so. Sawyer takes Kate to... They go for a start walking. Yeah, they, they start going for and the walk. And she's wondering how Anna got the guns. She, got her got his gun. She's like, he must, she, she must have had you in like a pretty indisposed position yeah, to be like, able I to... wonder how she got it off. And he's like, if I knew, she wouldn't have gotten it. He's like, not sharing. Yep. He's like, nope. Don't, you, don't even bother asking Freckles. Um, so he leads her to his little rat boy shelter, which is... <laughs> it's pretty nice looking. Yeah, it's literally a piece of like the cabin of the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, like a little arch with some like tarp to kind of make for like a, yeah, it's got windows and, and he says after you and she's like, I thought we were going, he's like, do you have to make everything so complicated? So then he starts like digging away the sand. Pick up a little panel. And she's like, oh my God, it was under they your feet. They were here the whole time. And you and I kind of looked at each other like, no shit, right? I didn't see that. You saw that coming. Because I mean, where else was he going to keep it? Is where Charlie was keeping the heroin. True, and I guess he did inland, or like further off the jungle, mm-hmm. he did have that little spot where he was stashing all his shit, yeah. but then Jack found that, so maybe he needed a new hidey hole. So he's like, it all has to sit underneath me because I'm Templeton the Rat. Don't insult Templeton like that. <laughs> um, so then... Templeton has morals. When they are... When they've gotten what they needed... They're walking back and they get stopped. Hurley, who asks if they have know... seen Libby. Oh, and this. And then it pans away, so we just watch it. We just see Hurley or Sawyer put it. Was it Kate? Kate explaining, just Kate kind of like gesturing, and then Sawyer or Hurley's like the shovel. You kind of see him like like kind of slumping, like he's like sinking. Mm-hmm. And it looked. Did Sawyer put a shoulder, hand on his shoulder? Or was that Kate? Doesn't sound very. Sawyer. One of them did. One of them like comforted him by like putting a hand on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cry because Jesus Christ, you, you give Hurley some happiness and you just, you, oh, yoink. So now Hurley and Sawyer, or Saeed have something to bond over. Yikes. Like, hey, we're trauma buddies. Um, We lost our own girlfriends. On this island. Um, so then Echo is having a dream, or no, he's, he's awoken in his sleep by Yemi. And then Yemi starts climbing that set of vines. Come on, the tree. Let's go. He's like, "What do you need? What do you? What's? Why are we here, Yemi? Follow me." So then Echo follows him. He's climbing. He's using that the axe to kind of like help help guide him up. And then when he gets to the tippy top, Yemi's gone. Yemi is gone. Um, And it kind of does like the panic spin with the camera. And then all of a sudden Yemi is there, and he just says, "Wake up, John." And then you see John startle awake, and Echo's like, you, you saw, you had the dream, yeah, didn't you? Echo was just watching, he was like, yeah. He's like, what did you see? Um, he mentions... Uh, that he had a dream about this... A priest. Yeah, a priest. He's like, that was my brother, his name's Yemi. He's like, but I wasn't, I was you in the, or like, what was he directing? He was like, it was strange, it, I was you. And what did he tell us to do? Like, what did, what did you do? He's like, we have to go up. Echo's like, yeah, let's go and then you see a lot kind of look kind of grim. Because that's some deja vu you don't want. It's the same climb that Boone made and unfortunately led to his demise. Um, and then we go Boone to... didn't have an axe. That's true. To catch himself. <laughs> um, so 
we go to a flashback where Echo gets to the, the house of the girl who... Conducted the investigation. Came back to life. She looks like she saw a ghost or two. Yeah, she's just standing on the porch, not really saying much. Like... And the mother comes over and, like, talks about the miracle, the miracle, the miracle. And then, like, then she, the... Oh, hug... she says she just doesn't say anything. She looks very, like, frantic. The, the mother? She, yeah. She tells her that, like... This isn't a good time. Please, like, until in order to, like, get inside. You're right. Like, it's it's been rough on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the dad comes out, who, at first I didn't recognize, but you were like, it's the psychic. Is dad the psychic, Claire's not? You're like, no. And he says, I make my job as a psychic. And you're like, what? <laughs> I know when I'm wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, he says that his wife believes that she came back to life, but he doesn't believe it. He thinks the, the undertaker is a crook. He's trying to cover his own ass because... Um, his daughter fell into a mountain river and had hypothermia, so she appeared dead. Mm-hmm. But the guy didn't, but she wasn't actually dead. She just had like a slow heart rate and everything. So this guy is just trying to cover himself from a lawsuit, and his wife is doing it to spite him. She's, she's like, why is she doing this? Because she's a zealot. Because she's a zealot. She'll believe any of that stuff. Um, but she doesn't believe my job because I'm a psychic. He know, like because she knows I'm a fraud. Yes, she she knows he's a fraud because he just gathers information on the people. He's... He researches people and exploits that. So basically, he what sets an appointment, gets their like first and last name, and then Facebook searches them. Even though this is probably the days of MySpace, Google's them. We're we're still in the early days of the internet, so there's there's information out there mm-hmm. if you look hard enough. Um, so then, Echo is like, okay, so I think we can deduce that this was not a miracle. <laughs> I will report back to my monsignor. Nothing happened, but all the, your daughter is alive and with you, and that's all that matters. And then we cut back to Echo climbing. No, then we, he drives away, and the daughter's in the window, like. Oh yeah, um, she's kind of looking out at him as he drives away, like still haunted. Okay, yeah, and then then we cut back to Echo climbing. So Echo is climbing, and Locke is like watching. John is him having trauma deja vu through like interlocked <laughs> fingers, like no, 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 I can't look, I can't I don't watch. I want to do this again. Um, so then Echo slips a little bit and Locke's butthole tightens <laughs> and then he catches himself with the axe and he's able to lift himself up. And Locke is just in his always position of shouting at people to see if they're okay. Echo! Echo! Echo. He's not answering. Uh, so then Echo gets up to the, like, the bird's eye view and sees that the plane is on top of... Well, first he looks around at the actual ground he's like, there's nothing here. And then John calls back and says... What do you see? He turns and says, I don't see nothing. And he's like, wait. He starts to see lines. From, yeah. The aerial view. Which, your drawing makes more sense. It looks like a clamshell. Like a gingerbread man. Like a, yeah, a gingerbread man. Like the head and the arms. <laughs> like, it's a question mark. No, that's a gingerbread man. <laughs> so then, uh, Echo climbs back down, and he, like... Grabs the dirt. The dirt. And he's like, the dirt here has been salted. The, the earth has been salted, which means that whoever put this here didn't want this soil. Wanted to make nothing. Yeah, so that nothing could grow. Yeah. And then... And John's like, so why? He starts, like, looking around, and then he's like, because whatever we're looking for, this plane is on top of. So And, and they wanted to be able to see it from above, like someone passing over. Yes. So then he's like, here, help me. We need to move this plane. Mm-hmm. So he and Locke just strong. Oh, he starts kind of like... Digging with his axe and there's a plank. Yes. And that's when they're like, he has John to help him. Because it's, it's in the way. Like, mm-hmm. it's covering partial of it. Um, so they move this plane, which I'd imagine is pretty fucking heavy. Open some big lock hatch doors. And X marks the spot. They're able to find the, the hatches by uncovering the dirt. And then, and then Echo goes to open it and John's like, 
like a please can I he's like yeah I guess <laughs> I love that um, so then the two but they of gotta them, do it together anyway that's true so uh, Locke busts the the hatch and then they both pry the two doors open and we have and we another got a hatch. season one finale drop we do all the way down so then I think we cut the commercial all the hatches are probably pretty cool too in that hatch yes like, I'll push the button every hour I don't care <laughs> Oh. Put me on a 24-hour shift. Easy. I bet it's nice and cool down there. It's like it's you're like 30 feet underground. Yes. Perfect. Um, so then we cut back to Jack. Uh, he smashes open the statue, which you pointed out, like, it's probably no an easier way. way to get that out. Like, scalpel the bottom and just remove one little bag. Literally. Um, He's got some aggression to get out. Yeah, I think he just needed to smash something. <clears throat> so he grabs a baggie of heroin, and we cut over to Hurley sitting beside Libby, and he's all... He's, like, right outside the door. He hasn't he, gone to her yet. Okay, yeah, he's... Michael, he's near Michael right now. Yeah, and... <clears throat> well, no, yeah, because he's sitting outside, and then he talks to Michael for yeah. a second. He's like... He's we were going to have our first date. Yeah, we were going to have our first date. We were going to have a picnic on the beach. I shouldn't have forgot the... Or like, just, I forgot the... Like, yeah, this is my fault. This is my fault. And then Michael... And he he's like, I'm, I'm glad you're okay, dude. And I'm like, oh. And Michael's like, I don't know if I am. <laughs> I, I'm not okay, but I am... I can keep up with appearances. So then we cut back to Echo and Locke. They're climbing down into this hatch. With his crutch. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, he's doing a lot of exertion for someone who... It's sh- supposed to be taking it easy. Yeah, this is very much not taking it easy. His leg would probably be pretty inflamed after this. And if there's if in the next episode... He'll sit one of those nice chairs for a while. Yeah, Jack just gives him some Tylenol. He's like, just stay off of it, please. Please. That's what Rose said. Rose? No. <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, they climb in, and it's very similar to their hatch. Um, a little more modernized. Yeah, there's, like, a light switch they flip on right away. And they walk until they find this room that has a bunch of different monitors. It's some nice blues boys. Yeah, they look cozy. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, cigarettes put out on it. Yeah, it's a bunch of cigarettes, and then some notebooks, just, like, stacks of notebooks. Mm-hmm. And... So Locke tries to turn on the TVs, and then when he finally... And they're all numbered. You're right, they're, the TVs are all numbered, and then he, like, turns them on sequentially to the the numbers, right? No, I think he just turns them on. Just, like, randomly? Yeah, tries to see to get one working. And then all of a sudden he can see Jack and everyone in the bunker. I think there's only, like, six, nine TVs. Yes. So there wouldn't be, like, a it's like, like 14, 15. Rows of three. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, he can see that there are in there's a camera. The cam- there's Jack. cameras in the bunker, and then he like looks behind him and he sees there's, there's a- cameras here too. Yeah, there's cameras watching him. So, what the hell? So then he goes over to a very similar looking computer, and it says print log, yes or no. Mm-hmm. So he says yes, and it just starts printing. And then Echo finds a tape. The log though that prints. Mm-hmm. You guys see the log? So okay, that I was gonna ask you this. So was the significance of the log? Was the log literally every single time and date that they pressed the button? It was just the numbers accepted, 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 the entire thing. There was like a number next to it, like 21, 22, 23, 24. Jesus. Like the time it was. So I was wondering, do those sets of numbers, like what he printed, is that just literally like everything that Desmond and the people prior did and as well as him? That's a lot of printing. Probably the last time the whoever's in that bunker... Printed a log. That's true. Because then the, they're supposed to send, send it, it the through the mm-hmm. so then pneumatic tube. Echo finds the tape and he's like, down for the movie night, Locke. Um, and while he finds the tape, Locke is inspecting the pneumatic tubes. 
Yes, he just sends a note, like, we'll see that again, maybe. I, I kind of thought that. I was like, okay, so maybe he's using the, his note as, like, a... Excuse you. As, like, a marker. So, like, when he whenever they find the next one, it's like, okay, this is whatever bunker we're in now. I think he was just trying to see if it worked. Just, oh, ch- to see where it went. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we might see that later. <laughs> Bye! We don't need the map anymore, because we found it. So then Echo and locks it down for movie night... And this is station number five. And as you pointed out, he looks a little more modern. Dr. Mark, whatever. Yeah, uh, uh is it DB Wong? Who's? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, it's the guy from Jurassic Park. Oh. Um, the scientist. Really? Uh, he's in several of the Jurassic Park movies. Um, oh man, I, I'm. As you look that up, I'll summarize the orientation. So this is station number five. The Pearl, and um, the station we've been at is station number six, Swan. So obviously there's no rhyme or reason to the word numbering. Yeah, it seems like they're just names. Numbers. So this Pearl is an observation station where you'll be observing all of the other um, experiment, or like other pods. Um, he says that the Swan number six, I think it was like six day shifts. And then replacements are like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. These people will be on three week rotations. And they are observing a psychological study. Um, and then he goes on about like why the people are doing what they're doing. That you don't need to know that. <laughs> they just, just know that they think it's of utmost importance. And then it's kind of like, so so why should we do what we're doing? <laughs> Is it because we think it's of utmost importance, but obviously maybe it's not because there isn't. Um, so then. Um, he says, you have Dharma-provided notebooks, you can just find them over there. Um, record everything you see, because I, nothing is insignificant. Um, you may partner will be on six-hour shifts, so that you're able to record everything. When you fill up a notebook, you will send it to us via the tube. The and, that pneumatic tube. Yeah. And you just continue doing that. Um, so then John looks brokenhearted. Um, and then Echo's like, do you want to watch that again? I've seen enough. So, Locke is pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not the same actor. Um, that Echo, okay. I, I don't recognize him. What's his name in Lost? Uh, Dr. Peter Chang. Peter Chang, buddy? Peter, Peter Chang. Peter. This is 100% that's something Mark. I want to watch that again. Okay, so... Because that's what I wanted to know if he was going under different names in different videos. Okay, because this, uh, his name... Francois Chow is the actor's Francois. name. Um, he... Because I feel like, yeah, it was something uh, different in the Station 6 one. And he's in his, like, 80s turtleneck. And he says, like, I'm Dr. Mark something. So I don't know if he's, like, going under different aliases. That's why I wanted to, like, have to rewatch well, it. Well, this, this actor on IMDb, it says Dr. Pierre Chang, and then there's a, a, a slash, and then a Dr. something. So maybe he's playing different doctors, different aliases. Because the other tape that they watched was like a a, a film reel from like mm-hmm. 1970-something. Yeah. And then at the end of this videotape, it said 1980. yeah. So they're, it's, it seems like they're setting up stations on this island for experimentation just year by year. Like, okay, we set up this experiment, and then we set up this experiment to watch this experiment. That's what I don't get, though. Wouldn't the observation station be the first one you make? Yeah. That, you know what? We should be watching them. Or maybe We they, should be recording this. Maybe they the two experiments uh, coincided right next to each other, and then they happened to update that tape, but not update the other. I don't know. That was my question. I was like, 
Cause so this one's been going on for ten years and no one's been tracking. Yeah, no one, no one. Like, you like, know what? They've been doing this for ten years straight. We gotta find out why. That's true. Maybe, maybe that was. Maybe at first the experiment was just let's How see if they'll go? do it, and then a couple months go by, they're like, okay, we should be uh, obs- <laughs> observing them, watching their beha- the, the behavior, mm-hmm. what they're doing. So then Locke is pissed. But Echo is hyped. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's it's more information. This means something. Uh, so. Yeah, Echo thinks that they're being tested. Echo believes in the button. Rat, uh, uh, Locke goes off on how they're just rats in a cage, rats in a maze. Um, no, first we have a little flashback of him at the airport. Of Echo at the airport? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's, uh, like, and in the, the boarding. The dead, not dead girl finds him? Yes. And he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, I followed you because I needed to tell you something important. She says that, um, she has a message to deliver from Yummy, like, Speaking of my brother is not something to be joking about. Pick your next words carefully or something. And she says um, she has to deliver the message because she promised she saw him when she was between places. Yes. So she can't even put an ex- explanation of it other than like, I was somewhere. <laughs> In the in-between. I was not here. Um, and he gets very agitated. And he says uh, that he says to say that you're... You, you were a good priest. You were a good priest. Even though you were like... A fake or something. You were still good at what you did. Yeah. And he gets very agitated and starts like yelling. And then Libby comes out and over. Is like everything okay? Yep. And they just don't talk to her. And she just walks away. So that that's so weird. Um. And then Locke and ha- and Echo have this conversation after Locke is like upset. So Echo kind of calms him down by being like tells him the whole story. Yeah. Um. Uh. Somehow here, um. He explains like my brother is one of the people that you found in that plane crash. He literally the whole thing. It's like, when I was younger, I got taken from my brother, and my brother went on to, like, um, he had this cross. I gave um, him this necklace. No, his brother picked it up after, too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, he had this cross. My brother went on to become a priest, and then my brother, like, disappeared, um, and I took his place. Or, like, became a priest, but I wasn't a true priest, and he was in a drug smuggling plane, that plane right up there. And then when I found him, I put this necklace back on my, or the cross back on my neck, just like the day when I took my first life, and you think this is all coincidence. Mm-hmm. He says, somewhere here, I found my brother again. That's not coincidence. Mm-hmm. That's fate, baby. So then he says, um, he tells John, if you will not continue to press the button, John, I will. So then that kind of lifts Locke's spirits. Like, like, okay. Okay, well, if I have more people that will help me. That are pro-button. That are pro-button. So now we have three people. Well, I guess you can count Bernard. He's kind of the... Coattails of Team Island. Yeah. You got Rose, Echo, and Locke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernard I put the just smoke being monster like. There too. What's that? I put the smoke monster there the too. The smoke monster is there too. Vincent. Vincent's probably Team Island. He's like, this is neat. So many holes to dig. <laughs> so many holes to dig. Um, so then Echo starts packing up to leave, and then John's like, alright, I, I guess it's time to leave. They take a bunch of the notebooks with them. Like, this yes. might be important. Um, and then we cut back to Jack. He is putting an IV into Libby. And this is what Hurley asks if he can talk to her. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm sorry for forgetting the blanket. Yeah, I'm sorry I forgot the blanket. I'm sorry. If, if I would have just remembered the blanket, you would still be here. And I was like, ow. And then she wakes up. And yes, then she wakes up. She like, like, like gasps yeah, away and is like struggling for breath. She looks like very much in shock still. And then she questions. She says, Michael? She literally looks, yes, but it's like, Michael. And then... Jack says, he's okay. Michael's fine. She's like, no! The the horror on her face is like the, oh God, oh God, no. And then Hurley's like, Libby, come on, come back to me, come back to me. And Libby's... She just evacuates the dance floor. 
She's gone. Death so, jokes, death jokes. Oh no, you made me uncomfy. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Hurley weeps over her, and Giacchino's score makes me weep. And then we see Kate crying. And then. In the little breakfast booth. And then we cut to. Sorry, I come first, Kate. Oh, yeah, so Jack looks upset. Mm hmm. Because he, once again, has lost another person to this island because this is like his personal hell. Because he's like, I have the know-how to save these people. I just don't have the tools. Yeah. So he's in a very rough spot now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we cut to Michael standing in the armory. Looking hella emo. Looking scary as fuck. I don't know what he's thinking. Spider-Man 3, Peter Parker. (laughs) Spider-Man 3, Peter Parker. (laughs) If he had, like, swooping bangs, he would, like, pull it over his one eye just so he looked like more... He went circa... 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that... the beeping starts. That is... uh, And everyone ignores it. What's the most important part? Oh. The beeping starts. The beeping. And no one's doing anything. The next episode is called Three Minutes. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, man. So I was so hyper-focused on the fact that Michael was scary. I didn't even think about the fact that, yeah. That... It's, yeah, it shows Michael looking creepy. And then the beeping beep. start shows beep. John and Echo coming back through the woods. But they're more than three minutes away. Oh, yeah. Um, was the button the three-minute warning? Or the, 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 so that the is the four-minute warning. Is four minutes, and I'm guessing... The aggressive beeping is one minute. And this next episode is probably going to take place one minute after we have seen Michael looking creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm ready. Time for Taco Bowls and tension. <laughs> Time for Taco Bowls and tension. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Galaxy Couch Pod. Talk with us, discuss the episodes, ask us questions. Tell us what your favorite character is. Just you know, just ding- tell me where Desmond is. Yeah, tell Danielle where Desmond is. I don't remember. Until next time, I'm Bran. I'm Danielle. Keep it cosmic. Oh.